Well, good morning, good afternoon, good evening there, fellow Clashers. How is everybody doing on this fine day? Welcome back to another episode of Clashing in Traffic. Why don't y'all hop on in, buckle up. It's time to go play in some traffic. Uh, once again, my name is Catfish, and I want to thank you guys for riding along with me on my long commute to work today. Uh, I'll be honest with you, uh, today's Wednesday. I normally record on Tuesdays. And if I'm being completely honest, I actually did record an episode yesterday. However, there were some issues with that episode, so we're just going to have to go ahead and try a second time. And any of you guys who happen to be in the Podium server, um, the thing that we discussed last night, I, I may have alluded to in the episode that I recorded yesterday, and I decided... We just need to not, we just need to not discuss that openly yet as we are working on some plans, working on some things for the future. And it is just, uh, it's going to be exciting times, guys. We've got some fun things that are coming up, but I'm just not quite ready to release those yet. So stay tuned, pay attention, and listen to when we announce whatever this fun little event is going to be. And there's a, a few folks that are in on it, a few well, a, a few podcasts and a few clans that are going to be involved with it, so pay attention to that. All you guys in KOZ, I'll be hitting up the leader chat, and we'll uh, discuss what that's going to be here pretty quickly and get it out to the rest of the folks, and hopefully the rest of you guys will be able to get involved in this, this event uh, that's going to be coming up sometime soon. So pay attention. Can't wait to share that with you. But before we get ahead of ourselves... There is an event coming up this weekend. I hope that folks are involved in and registered with. If not, make sure that you're reaching out to Green Arrow or C-Note. They are hosting over in the Crystal to Join podcast Discord server. They are hosting the Coke versus Pepsi War. I will be in there on Team Coke and bringing over my Town Hall 14. If you guys need any other uh, accounts over there to even things out, let me know. I've got a few others, and I'm sure that there's a 100 other folks that, that could do the same. So y'all have tons of people involved in that server. So I'm not uh, I'm not too worried about you having enough folks to, to take care of that. But if you're not registered, make sure that you hook up with uh, Green Arrow or C-Note. They are the team captains. Uh, Green Arrow for Team Coke. C-Note for Team Pepsi. Um, so shout out to those guys. A little bit of a shade there to Green Arrow for forcing those of us on Team Coke to use an e-drag. I mean, come on, man. I know, I know. You like e-drags. But this is the instance where I'm on C-Note's side because Team Pepsi has to use a witch, and I, I would prefer witches. Then again, in Town Hall 14, witches just, they're not doing it yet, right? There's just not enough firepower behind them. So maybe e-drags are the way to go. Maybe Green Arrow really is the Clash genius that has all of the answers. So we're going to be looking to him for some guidance as our fearless team captain as we come up on that war this weekend. Uh, since today is Wednesday, guys, if you are involved in that war, make sure you are opted out. I believe the spin is going to be Friday uh, morning. I think the details were a shorter, a shorter prep day and then moving on into a full 24-hour war. So pay attention to that. Head over to the Crystal Join server so that you can get all of those details, and I hope to see you there later this week. Now, what is going on in Clash of Clans? Guys, clan game started up yesterday, and we are just uh, rolling right along with those guys. And hold, hold on. 
we've got some construction here and my lane is ending so I gotta fight against traffic and try to get over and of course nobody wants to let me over thank you thank you for that so we'll just move on forward anyway clan games how is everybody doing at clan games yesterday when I logged on when I woke up opened up the game I was the first person to get in there and claim any of the clan games challenges and what did I learn from that of all of the challenges that are there on the board I think there's what 12 that are available there were only two of the builder base challenges now we all know that those of us that are sitting at max town hall 14 our favorite clan games challenges are those builder base ones because there's so many of the traditional ones that we just can't do right like there were some there were some challenges there for attacking town hall nines and attacking town hall tens well of course i after i did my clan games for that little session i ended up claiming one of those and then trashing it so we could get it off the board because there's there's nobody none of the town hall 14s and nice as ion are going to see a town hall nine or a town hall 10 as they're out there rating so i don't forget to do that to help out your clan mates don't forget to look in there see when you're done doing your clan game session if there are any that just don't look like anybody in the clan can do and then claim it and trash it so that you get it off the board but two out of 12 was all there was for the builder base challenges and of course you know as my little my little session that i had in the morning before i head off to work i i claimed the one did it claimed the second one did it thankfully a third one popped in after i had done the second one but then all of the builder base challenges were gone guys why why does supercell do that to us why don't they replace the builder base challenges with another builder base challenge in the clan games i understand you know builder base is not as popular as the rest of clash of clans and that that could be easy mode when it comes to clan games and they're trying to promote people to do more and more stuff but when i have 12 challenges available to me and there are none that are builder based come on clash of clans please please give us a few more of those at least start them off even or at least have one slot in there that is always devoted to a builder base challenge now maybe they do maybe there's actually more slots and some of them are hidden right because if a clan mate has a, a challenge claimed and active it, it still shows up when you're looking at your clan game stats so maybe they really do have i don't know two or three builder base slots that are always available but some of them are currently active maybe that is why we don't see them in the challenge window there all the time so then my other thought is why would there be one that that you didn't just knock out right away if you have claimed one of those builder base challenges just knock it out get it done really quickly so that maybe that frees up that space i don't know it's just a complete and total theory guys i have no idea now i think that this is going to be the last clan games before we get the next update i could be wrong they could push clan they could push the next update into late April or even early May. Uh, there's no guarantee that it's going to be in April. It typically has been, so we can look forward to that. And we all know that from this time last year, I think it was a year ago, all oh, a year ago this week, that I predicted we were not going to see a Town Hall 14 in April, and then Clash of Clans came out and completely, you know, threw that out, right? They, they, they proved me wrong, uh, which they do all the time i don't know why you guys can continue to listen to me and trust any of my predictions because i'm always boldly wrong and that's just fine that is just fine at least it gives us some content it gives the rest of the the podcast hosts a little bit of content to make fun of good old catfish right 
So I, I think we're going to see some sort of update in April. Will it be this big, massive update that they've been working on for two years? I don't know. There has been a little bit of talk from Supercell about updates and about things and about how big the update is. Uh, Darian even said, and we talked about this oh, two weeks ago, right? Two weeks ago was the last podcast that Darian said that he already knows what he wanted to do in the sneak peek videos and in the announcement, the dev update videos. So they're at least to that point where they were thinking about how they were going to announce this. Are they ready to release? I don't know. They're not going to come out and tell us when, right? Until it's actually ready and it's actually time for sneak peeks and they have it into the Apple and Android app stores for review, which is going to take a little bit longer. And I think some of this China stuff, I don't know if it's going to speed up our update process or not. Because remember, we talked about back in December when it was looking like, or maybe it was November, when it was looking like an update was supposed to come out and it got slightly delayed. And there was some issues with China, the the, uh, the review authorities there in China wanting to have extra time to review all app updates for, I think it was a two-week period, and how that could potentially slow things down for us getting our updates out from Supercell. Well, now that there are separate versions of Clash of Clans for the international community and one for China, the international version does not fall under that same stipulation. So there could be a delay in the China server that would not impact us. I don't, I don't know that that's what's going to happen, but that is potentially, potentially one of the driving factors behind why they did what they did in separating things. I still think that the biggest driving factor was that China wanted all their, their people segregated from the rest of the community so that they could have a little bit more control over their data, which they have done with plenty of other games and plenty of other apps in the past. So there's there's already precedent uh, that's been established for them doing what they did or what China is required. So what will we see? I'm still not sure. I'm hoping that it's going to be this big update that they're talking about. There is not a whole lot of content, I don't think, for Town Hall 14 left. They've already given us all the walls, which really, if I'm being honest, that, that kind of surprised me that they gave us all the walls when they did. They gave us a ton of them in December, and I would have thought that they would have only given us about half and then given us another half later. So I think we have what we should, if we're going by the 18-month model, there should be what, three updates left for Town Hall 14? I think we might have two, depending on content, but we shouldn't see Town Hall 14, or I'm sorry, we should not see Town Hall 15, I don't think, until after the World Championship, which would put that update in October. So we still have the spring and the summer update at Town Hall 14. So that leaves one content update and one for this, whatever this new feature is going to be. And of course, they'll probably sprinkle in a little bit of content, a little bit of balance changes and whatnot when they do the big the big update. But they have to put some content in. Otherwise, the, town, the Max Town Hall 14s will still be Max, even if we do have some sort of new feature, whether it's a new mode, a new whatever it's going to be. We need to have something released that's going to allow those of us that are sitting at Max Town Hall 14 to continue to progress. I think potentially we still have what maybe some 
cannon and archer tower levels. I, maybe they do the expos. I think that's something that they call me T has talked about. I think we could see some of that. So that is mostly you know ground and air targeting, but ground targeting stuff, uh, which, well, which I think we're going to see at some point a level to the witches, maybe a couple other troops. Which ones? Not sure. But even when they, even if they do buff some of those ground troops, they are still going to be buffs to the ground defenses. So that that should level out, meaning we're still going to have this air-heavy meta, right? Unless the buffs that they give to these troops are just going to be massive and overpowering. I don't expect they're going to do that, right? They, they, as long as we still have everybody playing on the same mode, the same level, right? The pros and those of us that are just filthy casuals. As long as we're all playing at the same, the same stuff, they're not going to make something that is really overpowered. Otherwise, the, the championships would just be boring because it would all be it would all be triples and it would all come down to, all right, who can triple fastest? Which is, you know, when they did some of the Town Hall Cups years ago, they did like the Town Hall 7 and Town Hall 8 championships. That's essentially what it came down to with Town Hall 7 and Town Hall 8 level was they were all triples and it came down to who could triple the fastest. So the bases that were being built for those were not your standard at Town Hall 7 and Town Hall 8 bases. They were spread out to try to slow things down a lot of people were coming in with the hogs, which are still pretty relevant at, at Town Hall 7 and Town Hall 8, even though I think dragons are probably the most popular, hogs would be the most dominant if you know what you're doing, which, of course, the pros that are playing in those things, they, they know what they're doing. So that's that's my, my not-quite-so-bold predictions, is that this is the last clan games before we get some sort of update, unless they give us that update in the middle of clan games next month. I don't know. We've got a few weeks to look forward to that. Uh, hopefully we will start seeing some activity in the Clash of Clans leaks, sir. Uh, hopefully not too much, because if there's too much activity in there and there are real leaks, then uh, Supercell will take that quite seriously and could potentially change things, shut things down, and, and that that's not what we want, right? We don't, we don't want to see that. We, we want to know what's coming, but we don't want to get any of the content creators in trouble and have Supercell end up changing plans on us right in the, the middle of an update season. And then looking forward to whatever the content creators will have for us in the form of the sneak peek videos and the tweets and things coming out. We do have April Fool's Day coming up. Last year, last year Clash of Clans got us, right? The April Fool's Day is when they tweeted about pets in Clash of Clans, and we all laughed and thought that was just the silliest thing ever. There's no way they would put pets in Clash of Clans. And lo and behold, it was not it was it was not your standard April Fool's Day prank. It, it was a brilliant uh, reverse prank. I don't know. They made us all think it was a prank, and then it was funny. And then weeks later, they actually did add pets to the game and uh, got us right. They said, "Ha ha! We actually showed you leaks far in advance, and nobody." Got it. Did anybody, is there any evidence that anybody caught on that the pets were actually real before that? Did anybody look at that April Fool's Day tweet from Clash of Clans and know that it was going to be a leak? I, I, I don't remember. I don't think there was anybody that did that. If there was, you know, show me. Give me a link to it because whoever that was, they deserve, they deserve something. Uh, whether we all buy them a gold pass or, or what, I, I don't know. But they, they definitely, definitely deserve something. All right, guys, so I said that it's been two weeks 
since the last time I talked to you. I took last week off. Last week was our spring break here. And every year for spring break, my, my family, we get together with a bunch of our other homeschool families in the area. We rent a big, humongous beach house uh, down at one of the locals' beaches here because uh, I live in a vacation town. So we don't really have to go anywhere for vacation. So we will just go down to this, this big beach house uh, a few miles from where we live and stay right there on the beach, watch the sunrise over over the waves and over the sand. And that's that's what we did. We just spent a long weekend down there. My wife and daughter stayed with them. I actually came home at night and slept in my own comfortable bed without all of the noises of the beach house with people uh, being up until three, four, five in the morning and took care of the dog and, and had a lovely time. I actually got to do a little bit of streaming from home while I was there letting the dog out and, and taking care of her. And I had a nice, relaxing time. And then, after that long weekend down there at the beach house, my son was on spring break from college. And he came home for a visit. He spent the end of the week with us. And he actually, for the first time, brought somebody with him. And he brought his his girlfriend and introduced her to the parents. And this was the first time that we got to meet her uh, as his girlfriend. We met her several years ago just as a friend and a co-worker when we went to visit him. They've been co-workers for years and friends for just as long and just started started dating a few months ago. And so we got to meet her and spend a week with her, uh, which was a little bit nerve-wracking leading up to it, right? Because here we are for the first time going to be meeting our adult son's girlfriend, and we've, we've, not, we've not really had to do that in the past. Uh, he, he had one other girlfriend before when it's like his freshman year of college, and we knew that that, I don't know, we just got that feeling that one wasn't going to work out and, and it didn't. Sorry, but you know, everybody's kind of got to learn that way, right? Uh, but this time, I don't know, when we met her, when we met her years ago, my wife looked at our son later and was like, um, how come you're not interested in her? And, and he was like, no, 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 we're just, we're just friends. There's no way we're just friends. So we knew years ago when we first met her, that it's like, this, this is a good quality girl and doggone it. It was a fantastic time. Uh, it was, it was a little stressful leading up to it. Wifey decided that that meant she needed to remodel the guest room because we were going to have this, this young lady staying with us in our guest room. So wifey remodeled the guest room, made it look gorgeous. And, 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 and my son's girlfriend loved it. So it was, it was a good time with them. Uh, then they, they took off the Sunday after church to drive back up to, to their town, to their university town. So we had a good visit with them, and it was uh, it was a fantastic time. Other things we've got going on, guys. Um, my 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 daughter is looking. She's looking into this fall, uh, going off and doing some some training, and then going out into the missions field. So we've got this summer to spend with her, and then she's going to be taking off for probably probably nine months or so. So this will be the first time that that we are essentially empty nesters. I cannot believe we're to that point where my son is off in college. My daughter, uh, well, she's you know graduated high school a year or two ago, uh, 2020 is when she graduated and has been working and working and saving money to be able to afford this training and this trip that she's going to be going on now for the next next nine months. So we've got the summer to spend with her before she heads on out into the world. So if you are of the praying type, I would appreciate your prayers for, for guidance and wisdom on what she's supposed to do and, and how to go about it and all the, the safety concerns and 
and things that, that mom and dad worry about. So we, we know that she has it all funded because of the hard work she's put in for this past two years. Uh, so we don't have to worry about that part of it, but there's so many other things that go into it. So appreciate all of that. All right, enough of that. Let's let's get back into Clash of Clans. If you are listening to this podcast, that probably means you have already heard the Clash on the Potty podcast. Their 100th episode came out this weekend, and Tribe of Judah announced that, that was going to be the last episode. Uh, and that Tribe is stepping away from Clash of Clans after six years of clashing. I've I've known him in the in Clash of Clans since I man 2016 I think is when we met. We've been in and out of the same clans and clan families for for that long. Uh, but, but Tribe is stepping away. Proverbs is still active. She's still on the leadership team over in Eden's Edge and still extremely active in the Discord servers. So we don't have to worry about her going anywhere. But Tribe is stepping away. He's parked all of his accounts over in uh, in his dead account clan that he's created. And he's just sitting over there chilling. And I know that he's still logging in, right? I know he's still logging in and getting a couple raids. Uh, I think I saw him say that in the Discord server. So he's not completely gone because he's got that gold pass he bought and he wants to earn that skin before he actually walks away from the game. <laughs> so he'll be taking a break. Try, man. We're, we're sad to see you go. Uh, I, I not just not just from the podcast. We will all miss hearing you guys banter on the podcast. It was it was a fantastic thing that, that you did. You know, when there were many years ago several Clash of Clans podcasts, and then that all kind of they all kind of died out, and some of them went on extended hiatus. Some of them just stopped completely. And tribes saw that that gap in coverage there and decided, all right, I'm going to fill that. And that's when they started Clash on the Potty. And since he did that, there has been a resurgence in the Clash of Clans podcast community. He, he started that up. Uh, Marshman and Dynamite got into doing some, some podcasting. Drake had one for a little while. Uh, those guys were all in and out of our clan families from back when, when we were all clashing together. And then the Clash Files, who were a long-established podcast family, they got reinvigorated and started putting out content. Uh, Crystal to join, they came on board and were, were doing a podcast. Green Arrow and Knob uh, from Crystal to join now, they they were involved in Clash on the Potty from the I don't know from the get go. I remember seeing those guys in the Facebook group. And then they were some of the first to join when they actually started up the Discord server. So we've got several folks that have been around all of these these podcast family of clans that have been impacted by Tribe of Judah and Proverbs 31. Uh, they've been great friends to me, and I have been, enjoyed uh, many years of clashing with them, them joining over in the Klaus Gaming community with me to bring in a lot of their their fans and their their friends over uh, to, to hang out with us and I, I think you guys have had a, a massive impact on this community so your your voice will be missed on those days when uh, when I would wake up and see that you guys released a new episode it was uh, it was you know that for the longest time was my my Monday morning commute I was listening to you guys on my drive to work and that's what inspired me to start my own podcast. I thought, you know, I've been listening to these guys as I drive into work. And then the next day, 
you know, I wouldn't have any podcasts to listen to, so I thought, you know what, why not? Why don't I just sit here and talk to myself about Clash of Clans while I'm driving into work? And that that's where the the idea for clashing and traffic came from. So thank you to Tribe of Judah and Proverbs 31 for your your inspiration for your friendship. I, uh, I look forward to clashing with you again, Tribe. I'm thankful that, that Proverbs is still around. She's going to be doing some some content of her own. So if you are not subscribed to her YouTube channel, please go go check her out. She's going to be doing some more stuff. I heard they've got a, a setup now where she'll be able to stream on Twitch with some things. And it's not just Clash of Clans. I know that she's done some Clash Royale stuff. There's some other games. You know, they are they are Elder Scrolls Online fans. They played several other games. I'm assuming that Tribe right now is spending a lot of time playing Elden Ring, maybe. Uh, I think that he just recently got that. It's a lot of the gamer community is playing that at the moment. Hopefully Tribe is getting a chance to, to play along with that. Uh, I know that, that some of the gamer communities that I'm in seem to be inundated with Elder Ring stuff right now. So Tribe, if that's what you're doing, cool, man. Uh, hopefully we will see a little bit of that from you. Maybe, maybe Proverbs will sneak in behind you and record some of your stuff so that we can see uh, just how awesome you are. So shout-outs to my man, Tribe of Judah. Thank you again for the 100 episodes of the Clash on the Potty, and thank you for the six years of friendship. But you you have my my cell phone number. Uh, don't don't be afraid to use that, and, and we can we can text back and forth. I know I've got yours too, so I'll make sure that I that I hit you up. I, I did, you know, I sent you one a text recently because my number did recently change. So you've got the new one, man. Not a whole lot of people have that, but you do have the new one. So so hit me up sometime. All right, where are we at? We're sitting about 25 minutes, 24, 25 minutes into the podcast. And you know what? I'm actually making pretty good time to work. So this looks like it might be a little bit shorter of an episode this morning. So time for some some shout outs. And then, you know what? I don't always do this, but you know, I love the Only Clash podcast. And they always end every episode with their shout outs and shade outs. And I think today of all days, because we haven't we haven't heard from them. I know that they have been busy. We haven't heard from them. So how about I throw out a little bit of shade? Now let me preface this by saying, the last time I did this, it was met with mixed reviews. There were some people who thought that my shade was was brilliant. They they thought it was hilarious. And then there were some others. Apparently, it ruffled some feathers. That was not the intention. I even said that in in the podcast when I did it. You know, it was it was all for fun and games. Uh, and, and the same is true here and now. But when I'm throwing shade, it's it's not serious. And I don't think any of the guys throwing shade are really serious about that. So let's start with the shout-outs. Again, shout-outs to Proverbs 31 and Tribe of Judah for 100 great episodes of Clash on the Potty. And I would also like to shout out, well, again, Proverbs and Tribe for coming over to Dynamite and Mozzie. And it was a few of the leaders from uh, the Knights of Zion for coming over and hanging out in my birthday war that was last week. But then on to the shade, I want to shade out each and every one of you listening right now that did not come and join me for my birthday war. I, I, I announced it. It was it was in the Discord server. I had links to the clans. And, man, nobody showed up. I, I ended up having to put four accounts in so that we could get a 10v10 yep uh 10v10 and i had four of the accounts i think big d had two of the accounts and i think jesus freak so uh dynamite i think he had two accounts in there so 
it was it was basically just like four or five of us that were in there doing that birthday war. Uh, it was it ended up being a busy, crazy day because I tried to have it end on my birthday. That was not a very smart move. So I ended up missing a couple attacks on a couple of my accounts, and we had about half of the clan miss miss attacks also. So it was it was awful. Um, so yeah, shade out to everybody that wasn't able to come and join me for my birthday war, and a big massive shade to Dynamite. There was one. One Town Hall 9 on the other team at the bottom of the map. And I had my Town Hall 9 in the war. And I log in shortly after the war starts. And who has already hit the only Town Hall 9 on the map but Dynamite? You, you couldn't even let me, the birthday boy, hit the Town Hall 9. One of my, it's like my favorite Town Hall. You couldn't even let me have that Town Hall 9. So shame on you, Dynamite, for stealing my favorite hit on my birthday war. I don't think you're going to be invited. No, you'll be invited to the next one, man. <laughs> it's all good fun and games. And then, uh, let's see. I'm going to shout out Green Arrow for setting this thing up and being our, our team Coke captain for this weekend and throw a little bit of shade at Mr. Pepsi himself, C-Note. Um, yeah, I, I can't believe I just said that word. I'm going to have to go wash my mouth out with soap now because that that is just gross no i'm just kidding man so that i think i think that's it right it's a short episode i'm sorry i don't think i had any questions for catfish come in we went over you know things that i did in real life we've got clan games coming up don't forget to go in there and do your clan games don't forget to trash any events that there are any of the clan games challenges that nobody will be able to do oh i know what i wanted to talk about so there were a bunch of the the troop events that were going on in the last two weeks. There was the the International Women's Day event where they had all of the female uh, troop characters in Clash of Clans. You could use all of those to to finish to finish events to get a lot of good prizes. Uh, I ended up throwing all those into the same army and doing that. There was a Hog Rider event. That Hog Rider event actually kind of kind of killed me in that I haven't practiced with Hogs at Town Hall 14 in a very long time, and we are doing this. This Legend League push challenge in Knights of Zion, where anybody who signed up for the challenge, uh, whoever finishes with the highest amount of trophies is going to get a prize from Big D and Spoker. So I thought I was going to be out of the running after that that after that awful Hog Rider attack, but uh, I'm able to get my way back up, and that is what we're going to talk about next. Now let me get through this gate here at work, and we will continue on. Good morning. Sir. Good morning. All right. Thank you, sir. Have a good morning. Thank you. You too. All right. So I did not do so well with the hog riders, right? And I thought that I was I lost enough trophies in that that I was going to be dropping out. But there was another event, and that was for the Inferno Dragons. And I was like, I haven't used them all that often. I used them when they came out, and then the whole Inferno Dragon and Skeleton Spell attack was kind of popular, and I tried that for a little bit didn't you know i wasn't crushing everything with it but i thought all right let me let me see what i can do you only had to use i think one maybe two it wasn't very many inferno dragons that you had to use but i decided after looking and i found some army composition that essentially was like my popcorn hydra that i love so much except instead of using all the regular dragons it used a ton of inferno dragons and then it didn't use as many as many 
clone spells. I think it only took two clone spells where my my popcorn Hydra uses anywhere from three to four clone spells, depending on, on how I'm feeling for the day. It's like, okay, let's let's try this. Uh, I, I pretty much just copied a an old an old Inferno Dragon army that I found somewhere, made a few tweaks to it, and I, I made the army myself, but just completely copied the, the spells, right? And then I, I go in for my first attack, and I, I do it just like it's my Popcorn Hydra. I start to, to use my heroes, my king and my queen, to try to funnel in and get to the Eagle Artillery. And that's when I realized that the army that I've created, I don't have any wall breakers in it, so I can't get in through that wall. And I didn't have any any sneaky gobs in it to use as funneling troops. I'm like, okay, well, uh, what do I need to do now? I need to, I need to do something else. So I, I lay down the line of Inferno Dragons, and, and things are going okay. And then they start clumping up. And you don't want that, guys, because as the Inferno Dragons start to clump up and they get near any splash defense, they don't have nearly as many hit points as the regular drags and the super drags. So they just start getting wasted. So send my blimp in, right? I need to send the blimp in so that I can get over the town hall and clone a bunch of those loons and take down the town hall. And I'm just getting blown all over the place because of the path that I ended up having to take. I usually try to stay away from the sweepers, but because I couldn't get to the eagle, I'm, I'm doing this weird whatever. Well, in my in my popcorn hydra, most of the spells get saved for the end of the raid. So now I'm getting towards the end of the raid, and I'm sliding back and forth on my, my deployment bar looking for the spells that I need to place. And that's when I realize there's two lightning spells in the composition. What the heck? Why are there two light? Oh, you're supposed to zap out one of the sweepers, you doofus. Had I, had I realized what I was supposed to do uh, and zapped out one of the sweepers at the beginning, it would have been a completely different story. So, lesson learned. I should have, one, should have done some friendly challenges with his new army before going out into Legend League, but I needed to get some hits in, right? So, the next time I go out there, I know what I'm supposed to do. I zap out the sweeper. I lay down, I keep the Inferno Dragon spread out, and I'm basically just using my heroes now to keep the baby dragons inside the base so that they're actually going after the defenses but not clumping up. And the next three attacks were triples. Now, this was only this was down around the 5200 trophy range, so you know that's not super impressive. But for me, getting three triples in a row in Legend League, I, I was excited. Uh, I think the best day I had was five out of eight triples, which for me is good. For many people is is just an okay day, right? Because there's many people who are way better than I am. But that is what I'm doing right now. This, I think it's 11 Inferno Dragons and five Dragon Riders and then some loons filled in there. Uh, I've got a Rage, a couple, uh, a couple Zaps. There's an Invisibility so that I can save that for the end for either the Royal Champion or if I got a group of of Inferno Dragons that are gathering around, say, a Scattershot, I can I can drop the Invisibility spell on them to protect them. And, yeah, that, that's, what's, that's what's been working for me. So that's how I did the Inferno Dragon event, and I have continued to keep Inferno Dragons boosted for the past week or so and have been pushing with that. So now I am, when I, while I was several hundred trophies below the top in Knights of Zion, I'm now sitting it. I'm bouncing back and forth between number one and number three in the clan, and in contention for actually finishing 
first place in the clan by the end of the month. So that's that's the goal. We'll see that if I can win this this event that we have going on. So did anybody else have something like that happen where one of these events forced you to use a troop that you ended up just falling in love with? Uh, again, I have not used the Inferno Dragons in a long time, but man, having those guys in there with the Dragon Riders has just been fun. And I'm actually, <laughs> as I'm preparing for this Coke versus Pepsi war, I think today I'm actually going to be throwing in a couple Electro Dragons with it and seeing how that chain damage paired up with the ramped up Inferno damage could possibly, you know, make this even better. We'll see. I don't know. I don't know how that's going to work out. I will get back with you next week and let you know what happened with that. So that that's it. We talked about events, talked about my change in army. Uh, be looking forward to a, a special event that we're going to have coming up. Uh, in the next couple weeks, and you may have to find out about that event from your clan leaders uh, in, in some private discussions, because I don't know how we're going to get this announced the way that I want to do it, but it's, it's going to be a fun thing, and I hope that everybody will be able to get involved in this, and that we will have a blast doing it. So, look forward to Coke versus Pepsi over at Crystal to join this weekend. Uh, clan games now, we've got CWL coming up, so be thinking about that. That means I need to get out my CWL signups for Nexus Ion and Eden's Edge, and you probably do too. Need to get that out for your clans and get prepared for CWL. All right, guys, that is going to be it. Thank you for joining me on my ride into work today. I'm sorry that I'm a day late, but I had to make some tweaks and some changes to what I did yesterday before I could get this actually out and released for you. So, guys, thank you. And until next week, I hope that you're staying safe and having some fun while you're out there playing in traffic. Bye for now.